0: welcome to buzzing about romance i am becky
1: and i am leah
0: and on this episode of buzzing about romance we are back with another trope talk leah and i are joined by podcast contributors heather jenny and rachel and we will be bringing you some of our favorite of small towns and small town romances Mm -hmm. Um, welcome back to the podcast everybody hi heather hello hello jenny oh um, hello and, rachel
1: but let me hello. and let me say for those of you who cannot see because we don't do video jenny has these amazing headphones on tonight that are <laughs> fluffy unicorns and it is making the night so much better
0: check out our instagram mm-hmm. stories
1: yes <laughs> behind please. the scene pictures because they are amazing
0: um okay so let's talk small town romances because overall i think we all tend to like small town romances
2: right
1: yes yes i i realized i read a shitload of small town romances
0: um it's you know if you had asked me though three or four years ago i'd have told you that i don't really like small town romances really yeah i want the big city feel because i live in a smaller-ish place and it's annoying
1: really because i live in a tiny town and i love
2: it.
0: i don't love it um okay so let's talk about what do you like about small town romances
3: i kind of like when everyone's up in everyone's business
2: <laughs> yeah i like that too heather like i like that everyone knows everyone's business mm-hmm. they know everyone and they care even if it's mm-hmm. annoying to the main characters the townspeople care
3: and there's, like, fun little hangout places where people go, like, you know, the dive bar, the diner, like, whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Yep.
0: Jenny, what do you like about small-town romance? I would
4: agree, like, the, the close-knit community, like, everybody caring about one another. Um, not so much, like, being up in other people's business, but um, caring about each other. <clears throat> um.
0: I like the sense of community and care that comes with small town romance. You know, mm-hmm. I, although I think about some of the small town romances that I've read, and I think of like, there's one that squirrels play a big deal in, and there's one with town pranks, and there's one with a chicken that
1: and has one been with the, a town alligator.
0: That's right. There's the town alligator. Um,
3: and I'm reading, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. You're reading i'm reading one a series a small town series and in the beginning of the chapter it's the facebook group from the small town and Mm -hmm. they like banter back and forth and it is so i never knew i needed it in my life but i love it it's amazing um
0: okay so we we've had this discussion and we actually kind of got grumpy about it and Leah and i got really grumpy about it What makes a small town a small town? Because there are a couple of authors who will say they write small town romances, but they're in actual places that exist in the U.S. And then you go and look and they have international
1: population.
0: Over 100,000 people. It's not a small town. An international airport and, you know, suburbs. That does not make small town, right?
4: Mm. No no that does not um no i agree with that
0: and so it kind of goes back to our rant with the grumpy sunshine episode maybe authors should let the reader trope the romance
1: yes well and that's the thing like you can get that small town feel in the big city like romances that they write but don't claim it a small town unless there's like i think like ten thousand. And less citizens that live there. Maybe fifteen. Ten thousand. Great. And I live in I'm a town that has like put, four thousand. So
2: I'm I'm hesitant to put like a population on it
1: mm-hmm. just
2: because like like where Becky and I live, I've lived in big cities and like where we live very much has a small town feel. Like
0: it, it does, Rachel, except I think more like the little villages that are out and around in our yeah. county are actually the small towns versus because like you know if you look at where we live we have a population of nine 95, 000 people in town proper and i can go to a store and not run into anyone i know um so i think that when we go to when we think small town kind of think of that dynamic like could that hero Go to the gas station without running into 5,000 other people that are going to be like, hey,
4: I saw so-and-so's car parked outside. Right. I think there needs to be yeah. that, like, concept of, like, you have to go to the hardware store to get something. Well, the or, fact that, like, it you know,
1: is a family-owned hardware store at that. Like, it can't yeah. be a chain. Yeah, you're not going to one
4: store to buy your groceries in... Everything else.
2: And I think you can. Yeah. Keep... Go ahead. I was going to say, I think it's different in a book than real life, too. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it. Like, in real life, someone who lives in a city would think a town of 40,000 people is a small town. But then if you read that in a book, you're like, 40,000 people is not a small town.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, so I, I think it just depends. I think, too, it's, like,
3: how big is it? So, like, I think about northern Minnesota. um, Our towns are small, but they're, like, larger mile-wise than, like, the town I live in. So, Mm -hmm. like, I live in a town of, like, 65,000 people. It's a pretty small community. And I can't imagine going to the store
2: and not knowing someone.
0: (laughs) Well, and I think it's all relative, too, because we, you know, Mm -hmm. we talk about small town, but then you read like a New York City romance
3: and you Mm -hmm. think
0: about one that takes place on the Upper East Side. That's a fairly small dynamic of a neighborhood and everybody knows everybody. And because you kind of have to know everybody to know everybody in the Upper East Side of New York City.
4: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, So I think that that. I think it again, it's all relative. But for the purposes of this episode, we really went with small town being that the town itself is almost a character within mm-hmm. the book. Because, um, you know, we have authors that live in San Francisco, but consider Cordy-Lone, uh, Idaho to be small town. It's not. Right or because um, we
1: looked it up because we, we had up. that discussion
0: or you know someone lives in even you know Indianapolis but they consider Savannah Georgia because it is a smallerish town in Georgia to be small town again it's not it has a rather large population it has suburbs versus like where we live our small town does not have suburbs there are villages that are like 10 to 15 miles outside of our small town, but we don't have a suburb. Um, So we're just kind of using that the character, the town itself is a bit of a character in this story, and everybody knows everybody's business. Um, Rachel and I recorded a quick shot before we recorded this, and we talked about a small town where they pretty much have to hide the girl's car so that people are not driving by and seeing her car parked in his driveway overnight. Cause she's, cause they're on the down low friends with benefits. So, um, I'm going to need that book name. Okay. It's <laughs> stay over by Kaylee Ryan. Join the chaos. <laughs> um, so let's talk about what makes, uh, what are some of the things that you don't like in small town romance? I don't
2: like when there's a bunch of exes. Mm. Yeah, like I get. Everyone has a history. I I guess I should say I don't like when there's a bunch of exes and they're they like create drama because they when all are in icky. The same small town. It's when the I'm exes like, are
1: icky, it's like you can have exes in the town, but don't let your exes yeah, be. Yeah, it's icky. when
2: they get involved in the relationship in some way or another. I'm like, go away, please. Is anyone surprised that I don't like other women? Woman drama. Is anyone no. surprised?
3: Not one no. of us.
2: Not one of us. I
3: think um sometimes you have there has to be like a happy balance of like um having enough characters or side characters but sometimes that can get too many and it Mm -hmm. can like cloud up
0: yeah it can make it crowded when an author is using the small town to kind of build a world and -hmm. they keep bringing in other characters from other books or even other series i think um you know, crowded pages of characters is something I complain about pretty often, and I think it comes down to because I'm not great with names, and so I get really confused and overwhelmed when you're telling me 17 other people's names, and I'm just trying to keep track of the main character, you know, both main characters. Don't do that to me.
3: Yeah, I mean, if you have to create, like, a a list of characters, it's kind of as hard to Yeah, mm-hmm. keep it all straight.
0: Um, the other thing that I'm not a huge fan of in small town romance is kind of the pigeonholed role. Like I understand mm-hmm. that a small town has to have a police force or a small town has to have like a grocery. Um, but the people don't have, I you don't have to bring it up is what I'm saying. Like I don't have to have a hairdresser in every small town romance that everybody goes to gossip. There are other places to gossip. Go to a freaking coffee house, people. Um, go to the bus stop. You don't, want,
1: you don't want the stare. That's where I get the best gossip. I know. The bus stop.
0: But I'm just saying, <laughs> like, I don't need stereotypical small town in every small town romance. I don't. I love a diner, but it doesn't. I don't need a diner. I don't need a cop. And if there is a cop, I don't need him to be the quintessential small town sheriff that's grumpy, that. You know, I don't need that. Listen, I'm feeling very angry about
4: that. We're right very now.
1: feisty today. Well,
4: I, you, you have to, like, especially with newer books, you have to accept that it's like 2022 and like people have means to get things outside of their community. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like they're in some isolated community where the internet and amazon don't come like you know we should
0: use for the gauge for small town if you do not have a starbucks in your town it is a small town
1: i do not have a starbucks in my town
3: (laughs) i don't either
0: i mean think about it that's kind of the gauge like if you don't have starbucks well it is
1: because starbucks you actually they do studies and if there's not enough they have to have a certain amount of traffic for them to open a open one so clearly
0: so that's what i'm saying like i don't
1: have that kind of traffic apparently (laughs) um but we do have some damn good like locally owned coffee shops
0: don't get me started on local coffee don't get me you have some
1: good local coffee
0: i have some great local coffee and you can find details on how to be part of our coffee of the month club at patreon.com slash bookcase and coffee um okay so small town wrecks we are
1: (laughs) we have went off the rails tonight very early
0: it really starts they got the wrecks. i made a spreadsheet um
1: (laughs) i was organized and
0: then it all went to hell so we will be providing you with three to five small towns maybe our favorite book out of it the author that wrote it the series name what type of series it is and potentially if you know the numbers of books that are in that series um so (laughs) We will let you know if this is a standalone or overarching story. If the book is not part of a series, we'll let you know that too. You can give, this is a note to all of the contributors. We can give one reason you think this is the best rep of a small town romance. One. One okay. reason. Um, okay. So let's start at random. We will go with Heather. Heather, give us your first small town.
3: So this is my best rep, just so we know. And it is Sunrise, Montana. And that series, um, it's actually two series. And Kim Lorraine writes the small town. So it's the Riker Ranch series and the Wild Horse Ranch series. There are four Riker books as of now. And a fifth book is coming in December. And then the Wild Horse Ranch has four. And I hope she writes more um sunrise is just this like adorable place in Montana that you want to go um the Rikers and the Wilds are neighbors and there's like this feud that goes back like a long time and it's just um really an amazing series um I read it out of order I mean I wouldn't recommend it but if you just you know have like a favorite trope or something you can just hop in it's a really great series and you will love it.
0: Okay. Leah, what is next on your list?
1: Okay. Um, so Erin um, Nicholas has a series called Hot Cakes and it's set in Appleby, Iowa. It is, I don't know how many books, I think it's five or six books, but my favorite one out of it is Gimme S'more. She has like all the titles are play on words with like bakery or like foodie things, but it's um, it's a group of friends who moved to this small town Two are originally from the town and they buy this hot cake factory, like a snack cake factory. And it it just it's just really good. And give me some more as a friends to lovers like the the hero is just a he's a blind blind to do But it's a delightful series. It's really funny, too.
0: Um, can it be read as standalone? Yes,
1: they can be standalones.
0: Okay, Uh, Jenny, I'm I'm debating which one is Jenny gonna go with first. Oh yes, I know it's gonna be
4: a shock. Green Valley, Tennessee.
1: Just why I did not pick it, so Jenny
0: could have.
4: (laughs) Thank you. So magnanimous of you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did she pick a specific series or go with the Green Valley as a whole?
4: I went is like Green Valley as a whole, but I picked one favorite book. Um, like Penny Reed created Green Valley, Tennessee with her Winston Brothers series, which is eight books. She has two other series in Green Valley, Solving for Pie and the Good Folk series. Um, But then she also lets other authors write in her world as canon. And she has 10 other series by at least 16 authors and counting. and what I like best about Green Valley is the diversity in people and hearing their stories. Um, the book I picked as my favorite is Totally Folk, which is Jackson James's story. Um, and if you read the Winston brothers books, you don't really have a good first impression of him. And so I love when an author makes you kind of love and understand the villain from the other stories.
2: Yeah,
4: um, and those can all be read completely as
0: standalones. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Rachel, give us your first small town.
2: Okay, my first small town is going to be Lark Cove, Montana. Um, it, is, um, it is surprise us. right? Um, so the series is Lark Cove by Devney Perry. It's four books, and then a novella is coming out later this year. Actually. I would say you could read these as standalones. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to tell you to read them in order. Like, read them how they're written, please. But <laughs> you don't have to for this. <laughs> she says, please. You, don't, you definitely don't have to for this series. Um, there's some character overlap, but you're not missing. Like, there's no overarching storylines to where you're like, what is going on? My favorite is probably Tragic. It's book three. It's... Uh, neighbors to lovers like enemies to lovers almost and uh kind of uh no strings attached relationship i'm not gonna say friends with benefits because they really weren't great friends but they're just banging out all the
0: frustration he hates the world
2: yeah he yeah he was very mad that she moved in next door when he thought he would be alone in the mountain area so it, it's a very good book and I definitely recommend it, but
0: yeah. Okay. So my first rec is, and this is going to be as no surprise to anybody is Hearts and Creek, Virginia by Carrie Elks. She's the author that created the world. The series is the heartbreak brothers. My favorite book in that series is when we touch, this is an interconnected series of standalones and what I love. And it's a five book series. It's four brothers and their sister. And what I love in this book is chairs. Every Friday night, no matter what, as long as it's not raining, the whole town goes to this big open field, they set up baked goods and lemonade and they sit in their chairs and they gossip. And that is what they do every Friday night. Except during amazing. high school fe- football season. Then everybody goes to the football game.
1: And anyway, gossip's there.
0: And gossip's there. So, um, and I made uh, Jenny read this series. <laughs>
1: I think I'm going to have to put that on my TBR Um, bump it up to the
0: top. It's so good. I'm a huge Carrie Elks fan. She's a new to me author this year and obsessed. Okay. Um, we will go backwards now. Uh, Rachel, give us your next rec. Sorry
2: I had to unmute. This is very hard because small town is probably my absolute favorite. Um, I'm going to go with Havenport, Massachusetts. Um, It is the Rossi family series by Daphne Elliott. So this is a very recent new to me author. Um, There's currently three books in the series. There will be more. And my favorite is probably the first book, which is Resisting You. It's uh, enemies to lovers, billionaire romance. Um, I love the town because it is your quintessential small town. Everybody knows everybody everybody is all up in everybody else's business In book one everyone loves the hero except for the heroine so I love that it's that's always a good time when they're like why does everyone love this guy I don't get it so it's it's a fun family and a fun small town and it's just everything I am looking for when I'm reading small town romance
0: so fun okay Jenny what's your next small town
4: Tillicom, um, Washington, The Bailey Brothers by Claire Kingsley, which is six books. Um, <laughs> what I love about this series is like the family feud between the Bailey brothers and the Haven brothers. Um, and that's kind of like the overarching storyline. You can read them out of order, but there's this dynamic of kind of like a secret treasure crazy squirrel thing going on that kind of like goes throughout the series um and she is planning on writing the Haven Brothers series next so again the whole like getting to love um the people that you didn't like in the previous books
0: fair um I actually read that series kind of out of order I skipped books I didn't like (laughs)
4: That's fair. it is it is so uh, it like works. heavier heavier like it emotional is. so um if you're looking for fun and like yeah yeah it's gonna pull on the heartstrings a bit
0: um leah what's your next small town
1: My next small town is Providence, Texas. Um, This is the Providence series by Mary B. Moore. Um, The original Providence series is seven books, but she has spun it off a couple of times. And like, it it is suspense light, but Mary has a way with humor that you don't often read. And some of the things that she comes up with and writes in her books is i just i laugh so hard i actually don't have a favorite book in this series because i love them all but um yeah it's just they're funny and the antics of the family in these books is just it is over the top and ridiculous and the grandfather is just delightful
0: okay um heather next small town
3: um I am going to go with Burlington, Vermont, and I did double check on this. I asked Becky yeah. and it is the Vino and Veritas series. So it is a MM and an F, um, a male, male and a female, female, um, series. And it's under heart eyes, press, but so it's various authors. The first set, um, has 18 books. And then there's a new group that just came out and there are six in the VNB, um, series, um I love the diversity of the characters, so some of them, they just come from all different kinds of walks of life, and I just really love their experience as they navigate through the LGBTQ plus community and just how their experiences. My absolute favorite book in the series is Headstrong, and it is written by Eden Finley, so no surprise she's one of my favorites. Um, it's a bi-awakening, it's a college hockey player who um is on a farm and it's just super cute and I just love it um there's some crossing of characters and it's really great love it you should read it it's in uh Kindle Unlimited too
0: um so I have two small towns but it's one author and they all kind of interconnect Um, So Crystal Lake, Michigan or Fisherman's Landing, Maine. The series is the Blackwells of Crystal Lake or the Family Simon by Juliana Stone. Um, These all stand alone, but the characters kind of come in and out. You meet some of the Simons in Crystal Lake and you meet some of the um, Blackwells in Maine. So uh, this is an older series. And my favorite in this series is is Rock My World or Teague. The family Simon kind of has that Kennedy family feeling, like movie stars, politicians. I made Rachel read Maverick from this series. And in the small town, like they have like a whole day weekend of snowmobiling from one town to the next town with like, they stop for lunch and then they go back to the next town and stop for dinner and drinking. And then, if you live in the other town, they carpool you and your snowmobiles back to your hometown. It's really super cute and um lots of good feels. There are eighteen total books between those two series, so lots of You're fun welcome. small town reading um, and the like the Blackwells they have a hockey player, there's Rockstar, there's the bar owner, there's the FBI agent. they have like a little bit of everything, so I'm sure you can find a book in that series that you would like. Um, okay, Jenny, we're starting with you next small town,
4: uh, caribou, Colorado, and it's the bear Paul resort series by Cambrina Herbert. Um, these were actually the first books I read from her and they are a suspense romance. Um, the heroine, she's in witness protection and her cover gets blown so she goes back to caribou because that was like one of the few places she ever felt safe in her life and where she first fell in love um and the hero he is an olympic snowboarder um and his family owns the resort that kind of is the anchor of the community where most people are employed um and their story takes place over the first three books and there's just a lot of twists and turns um and then there's also like a crossover novella with the hashtag series by her
0: okay uh leah what do you got for the next one
1: um my next one is an ongoing series um there's three books out currently it is the oil baron series by marie johnston And it takes place in Coalhaven, North Dakota. It's a big oil um, mining, oil rig area. Um, So it's hence the oil barons title. But um, this is actually a spinoff from her King Oil King series. But my favorite out of the three so far is actually the third book is called Make Me Whole. Um, It's just, she writes a really dynamic, Story about characters who like troubled characters, like usually one of them are troubled or is dealing with an issue, or in, like their family is not always the best, and it's about um, overcoming that dynamic. But yes, yeah, so the oil barons, Coalhaven, North Dakota, Marie Johnston, and I guess you could read them as standalones if you must.
0: Heather, what's your next small town? Oh, you're muted, Heather.
3: Sorry, thank you. Um, It is um, in Blue Mountain, North Carolina, and it is the North Carolina Highlands series by Jessica Peterson. Um, That is a five book series and it follows the Beauregard family. They are, some of them are retired football players and they own a resort and it is amazing there's foodies and there's a brewery and these brothers are really awesome and the sister's amazing and the mom um I don't know if I have a favorite I think um book one um I'm kind of the southern seducer or the southern hot um I kind of really like southern hot it's book two he's kind of like a dapper guy and um a little submissive there's some light bdsm
2: and it's pretty great so okay
0: check it out uh rachel what's your small town
2: my next one is stratford tennessee which is the becker brothers series by candy steiner it's a series of four books four brothers they could be read as standalones but there is an overarching storyline that would definitely be spoiled for you like if you read the last book and didn't read the others if you don't care about that then you can read them in any order um I guess (laughs) my favorite in this series is book four old-fashioned it is the high school football coach and the new athletic trainer um it's an interracial romance and it's the oldest brother it's a lot of fun. It's it's pretty angsty. I mean, it's Candy Steiner, so you expect some angst. Um, there's a lot of drama going on with the overarching storyline. The athletic trainer actually divorced the like chief of police, and he is kind of a jerk. So there's a lot of stuff going on, but it it's the perfect end of the series and just the perfect small town series. Everything you expect with the townspeople, everyone involved, Family feuds, all of that stuff. Okay.
0: Um, So I'm going to give you a standalone. It is one book. It is called The Town is Greenbelt, South Carolina. It's by Jody Slaughter. Um, The book is called Bet on It. Um, It's an absolute standalone. It's a recent release, and it's an interracial uh, couple that takes place um, in small town, uh, South Carolina, what you expect it to be. Bingo is a big deal. The grocery store is the Piggly Wiggly. All the things happen in the Piggly Wiggly. So, um, and I just really want to say Piggly Wiggly. Um, anyway, so, uh, Bet On It by Jody Slaughter. It's an excellent small town rep. It also deals a little bit with what's it like to be a person of color living in small town South. And I felt like that was a really important piece of this story and, and very well done. So, I did listen to the audiobook on this and I didn't love it. So read it. It was a much but better read. Old school
1: audio also. So,
0: yeah. No, it? no, no. It wasn't no. old school audio. Um, the audio was just very slow and I never really could speed it up enough to make it um, mm. engaging enough. So it was a much better read than it was an audio book. Um, okay. Next small town. Um, okay. I think I will, I will go. I'll go next. Um, crap. No, I won't. Cause I don't know what to do next. Leah, what's your next small town?
1: Um, okay. So my next small town is going to be J E Parker's redeeming love series. I don't actually know like what state we're in, but and this was a debate we had previously. I think it's in one of the Carolinas, but I can't, I don't know for sure. So- or
0: Indiana, because regionally they're the same. Shut, shut
1: up. Okay. So if you're listening, Ms. J.E. Parker, please let me know and clarify what state you set this in. But so the Redeeming Love series, it is angsty, but there is no outside angst. It's all internal. And this series is really about like becoming your best person it will break you apart. I think I bawled like hardcore ugly cried in every single one of these books. Um, But they are wonderful and delightful. And she writes a really dynamic story. And every kiss we steal, I think is my favorite out of this series, although they're all very good. So it was really hard to make that decision. But there's just something about this story that like really like I've read it like three times. So
0: okay, Heather, what's next small town for you?
3: This was tough. I keep like flipping back and forth on my pages, but, um, I really feel like, uh, Plum Valley, Texas. Um, it is written by Emmy Sanders and it's a male, male series and it's four books. Um, book one, I found it on TikTok, And so I do- I dove in and it is amazing. Book one is called Fool hearts and it is a, um, by awakening and it's a story of best friends and, um, it spans like 35 years, and it is beautiful. And I ugly cried so many times in this book. So, um, uh, if you love MM and you love cowboys and small towns, this would be your jam.
0: Okay, uh, Jenny, what's next for you?
4: Um, it's just Roller Town. Um, the author. It's the rolling on series by Emma Emma Lathlin. And um it's just she's Australian, so it's kind of like a vague US area. So she doesn't have to worry about like misconceptions or like things that um might get misconstrued. Um it's three brothers, um, and then their best friend and his sister, and they're all MMA fighters and own a gym um and there's kind of like a suspense light element to each um book but she's done a lot of spinoffs so it's been really interesting to see her grow as a writer through each one as well and my favorite in the series is probably um one of the brothers and their friend's sister get together um so there's the dynamics of everyone in town and as well as the family dynamics. Okay.
0: Um, Rachel, what's your next small town?
2: So my next small town is Ruby Creek. I think it's in British Columbia. Not totally sure. I know it's in Canada though. Oh, and it's by Elsie Silver. It's BC. It's, it's mm-hmm. outside of Vancouver. And mm-hmm. like, I thought so, but wasn't positive. So the series is Gold Rush Ranch, and I think my favorite is probably a photo finish. It's, I think, book two. There's a prequel novella that you can read, but this is book two. It's kind of second chance, kind of age gap. Like, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's great. I love this small town. The series is set in a horse farm. But there's like one bar they typically go to. Everybody knows everybody. If you're an outsider, like you're an outsider. And people definitely question you. And it's great. And I love reading a book set in Canada because I feel like everything is set in the U.S.
0: Well, and what's spectacular about that is it is a Canadian author writing a Canadian small Mm -hmm. town. And her other series, too, is also Canadian small town. And I really appreciate that she didn't feel this need to have to make it a U.S.-based series. Um, you know, there are, there are small towns in Australia. I wish authors would write small town Australia, you know, if they're Australian. Yeah. So I I really, like, give huge kudos to her for mm-hmm. writing small town Canadian uh, romances. Completely, a Canadian.
2: I completely agree with that because you can tell she knows the area yeah like you're not reading it and wondering like has this person ever been to where they're writing about yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um
0: okay so next for me is calamity falls wyoming this is a series by erica kelly it is the calamity falls series it is a series of standalones i think there are 10 books but there's four previous books that are about snowboarders And a
1: well she combined series, didn't she?
0: Did she combine them all together? I think she
1: combined because the like the brothers were like one series and then she had spun off, but when she redid some stuff, she combined.
0: Okay. I really like this. Um come away with me. It involves this family that lives in this small town where the dad is a former NFL superstar and the mom is a former supermodel, but they settled in small town. Uh, Wyoming, and this is one of their daughters. And she's kind of a down on her luck chef that comes home and ends up connecting with um, her brother in law's friend that's a backup quarterback. And they end up having to do a cooking show together. So it's just, it's a really great series with really dynamic characters. There's a town festival that plays a big deal into everything that they do. Um, and everybody knows everybody's business. Um, Okay, on to round five of Small Town. And so I will kick this last round off with, gosh, there's too many to pick. Um, Okay, let's go with, I'm going with Lexi Ryan, Uh, Jackson Harbor, Michigan. It is the boys of Jackson Harbor. Um, If It's Only Love, it's Interconnected Standalones. There are seven books currently, but the rumor is she's going back there because book seven. Are you serious? Book seven spins off for all of his.
1: Oh, that's right. With the co-workers. With the
0: co-workers, his business partners. That's right. I did know
1: that. That wasn't a surprise. It was surprising in the moment because I forgot.
0: It's a great family series. It's everything you want in a small town. Everybody knows everybody's business. You know, the school teacher hooks up with one of the boys that owns the small brewery and rumors abound you can't be pregnant without everyone knowing it's just a really great uh small town series and as we all know i'm obsessed with lexi ryan so there's that
1: um and she's a delightful person you should be obsessed with her.
0: yeah heather what's your next small town
3: oh this is hard too um i think it's gonna be sparks montana um this is uh mountain man uh Ruffle mountain Uh, It's a mercenary series, and it's written by Vanessa Vale and Renee Rose. Currently, there are three books um, Mm -hmm. there. I hope there are more coming. They are so great. Individually, these two authors are amazing, um, but I really love this series, so it's a romantic suspense. Um, Kind of these guys got out of the Marines and not great situations, and they decide to build a um team of their own and they live at one of the guys's grandma's house and they build like a bunk house and mm. it's so great and there's like this overarching um theme and sparks montana is like everybody's up and grandma is the one up in everyone's business um and she's just really great the book three Um, was warrior and i think it's my favorite because um the heroine is a former military and she is their helicopter pilot she's a bad she is such a freaking badass i just love her and it's like a their teammates and then it was like a friends with benefits kind of thing and it's just really great
4: Mm
0: -hmm. um jenny who you got
4: next um knock them out virginia um things we never got over by lucy score um looks like there's gonna be at least three books in this series the next one things we hide from the light comes out in february of 2023 um what i like most about this is um a community like there's definitely like people that disagree and they're like upfront about it it's not like hidden behind like all these pleasant like mass they're um, they're not afraid to argue often in public places
2: (laughs) okay Rachel what's your last small town I'm gonna go with the honey mountain series by Laura Pavlov Um, it is going to be five books three books are out it is set in honey mountain Um, I think it's Nevada it's on the border between Nevada and California but I'm, I'm thinking it's Nevada maybe but my my favorite book in this series is ever mine it's a second chance romance the characters dated in high school broke up he is now a professional hockey player and she's a sports psychologist it's a great story I love this series because it's about five sisters and they all grew up in this small town with their mom died at a young age their dad is the fire captain so everyone knows everything about their lives, everyone, the sisters are all up in each other's business. They, they don't really care what the town thinks, but the sisters have opinions, <laughs> and it's a good time. So funny.
0: Um, okay, Leah, what's your last small town?
1: Okay, it was hard to choose, but I'm gonna go with New Hope, North Carolina. I know it's North Carolina for a fact this time. So um, this series is the DeMarco series by Jennifer Hanks. This is a very underrated series. It's a group of siblings. There are six and a half books because the oldest sibling is the is a novella. Um You do not have to read them in order, but please do, because you get a different dynamic as you read them. And I don't have a favorite because honestly, my favorite person in this entire series is the dad, Jack DeMarco, who had I been allowed to do it, he would have been a book boyfriend.
0: He doesn't have a book. He can't be a book boyfriend. He doesn't
1: have a book, so he can't be a book boyfriend. But he, he is an amazing, loving, like he, him and his wife are like the heart of this series. It's so good. You need to read
0: it. Um, okay, so obviously we have barely scratched the surface of small town romances. So we have given you 25 new series or book recs within this episode. Um, I do want to give a special mention to Mountain Creek, Montana. It's a multi-author series, the Mason Creek series, the la- the last book in this series. There are 30 books in this series, the last book, Perfect Secret, by Molly McLean came out uh, the last week of September. And of course, you know, we didn't even mention Lexi Blake or Kelly Elliott or Kaylee Ryan, Catherine Cowles, um, so many talented authors that write small town romance. So we probably are going to have to come back for part two.
3: Yeah, I want to also say something. (laughs) I feel like we should also mention Susan Stoker did an amazing thing with her new small town romance of fallport uh virginia she mm-hmm. put a map you guys she put a map on the first page so authors please and do that. that's amazing. melissa
1: foster for her silver island that is fake created an entire like topographic map, map for it basically. she did so so um, she's also a good one with small town but we we did not have the space for all the small towns well, we but, do have a giant spreadsheet.
0: So what you can do is you can uh, check out our website after this episode drops. I plan to have a special post with some of my favorites that didn't get mentioned. Um, and I, Jenny tends to, if I push her along, she will do one too. So, um, but, You don't
1: have to push. You just have to be like, Jenny, you do this. And she will say yes.
0: I keep saying, Jenny, after we do a trope talk, why don't you make a web post? And she's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then she doesn't. But it's okay. Mm-hmm. I love her anyway. Um, so, again, if you follow each of us on Goodreads, uh, some of us have small town shelves on our Goodreads. So you can also find book recs and reviews there or on our website. Okay. So it is that time for Book, book of, of the, the week. week. Okay. For this episode, you are going to get all five of us for our book of the week. And I'll oh, go yeah. first. I'll go first.
1: I'll look at that.
0: So in prep of an upcoming Trope Talk all about the weddings, mm-hmm. I reread, well, re-listened to, I re-upped my Anyplace subscription, and I re-listened to Nora Roberts' Bridal Quartet series, which this series came out in 2009 and 2010. And people, there is a reason Nora Roberts is queen. This series holds up. There are no, the only reference on it that's kind of dated is it talks about the, well, they have landlines in the house. Everybody calls each other on the landlines, which, you know, many of us. There are
1: people that still have landlines. They're still,
0: they're still. Um, the biggest like aged thing was they refer to her crackberry, her blackberry. The one sister has a blackberry. We're all tied to our cell phones now. So, you know, it Mm -hmm. wouldn't have the same. Other than that, this is like the perfect example as to why you should not put pop culture references in your romance. If you want your story to last.
1: We'll talk about that in a later episode.
0: Well, it just brought it more to mind. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay, so in that series, it's a four book series. It's four best friends that run a bridal business. Book three, Savor the Moment, is my favorite it is a best friend's brother, friends to lovers romance, and it's just, it's delightful. She's the baker. So book one is the photographer. Book two is the florist. Book three is the baker. And book four is the wedding planner. It's so good, you guys. So good. Anyway. Now she
4: keeps talking about it.
0: It's just really, I just love that it, that it, it was as good as I remember it being. Because I remember them coming out and, you know, having Isn't to that wait always my the turn. the best.
1: Like, when you read a book you haven't read for years, and you're like, oh, I remember why I love this book.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Heather, what is your um,
3: book of the week? Book of the week. Um, I am starting Jay Salmon. I have not read her. I'm going to see her in Vegas. Um, so I have Dr. Scandalous on my Kindle and oh, Audible. And I am- Diamond. You're going
1: down that rabbit hole.
3: Oh, mm-hmm. Oliver. You will, Godspeed. You you'll love, love Oliver. Actually, Don't you'll love Layla. Did I, did I like, buy the whole series pre ordered? Yes, to pick up in Vegas. Of course I did.
0: <laughs> Go friend. Um, Jenny, what's your book of the week?
4: Um, Lost Track by Heidi Hutchinson. It's book five in the common thread series, um, in the Smarty Pants Romance Universe. Um It comes out October sixth, I believe. Um, It's a friends to lovers romance, but you get to see the friendship develop, too. Um, Dave Henson, also known as Sunshine Capone, um, has sworn off dating because his last girlfriend burned down his mansion. and Sabina Bois is a tutor to celebrities. So they like cross paths and start a friendship that turns into more, um, it is a slow burn and it does fade to black, but it does a really amazing job of like um, showing how creative people live with ADHD and how they deal with that. And also how the people around them that care and love for them also adapt to living with ADHD. His name is Sunshine Capone. Yeah, we 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 <laughs> talked his real name about is how awesome, we talked
0: to Heidi about how awesome his name is. I'm obsessed is. with his name. Okay, Rachel, what's your book of the week?
2: Um my book of the week is Give Me Love by Corinne Michaels. It released on the 26 sixth, twenty-seventh of I September. I don't know. It's out now. It's kindle unlimited it's the second book in the rose canyon series which is a small town series actually um it is friends to lovers fake marriage second chance romantic suspense like all my favorite tropes and it doesn't feel tropey at all Mm -hmm. it just happens to have all of those different tropes um it's a great book. Definitely recommend it. I would read it in order. There's an overarching storyline. I think I told multiple of you read the series in order. I promise book one is just as good. Yeah, but it's amnesia. But is great. No, but it but works. It's like, I
1: told you that one, it, it, it
2: does work. It works. And I'm not an amnesia reader either, Becky. Like when I heard it was amnesia, I was like, really, <laughs> are we really doing this current? Like, I'm going to read it, but what are we doing here? But it, it was great. Okay. Um, okay, Leah.
1: Okay. So my book of the week is worth the wait by Carla Sorensen. It is the launch of the fall smarty pants, 2022, like fall excitement. This is book four in the love at first sight book. It is Hunter Buchanan. He has come home. It is second chance. Um, Iris is guardian to her brother. She had a terrible home life. Like There were decisions made when they were younger that caused them to, to break up and be separated for 12 years. It's the first time they're seeing each other. It is second chance really well done. I love the dynamic of the story. Like they just will, they're just Sandra's super swoony and he, he is a pining, pining, pining hero, but it's delightful. It's so good.
0: Okay. Those are your book of the weeks. You can always find this list on our on the shelf show notes each week. Um, also, have you checked out our sister podcast, corset and crown lady Sadie and Duchess Katie have spent all of September giving out some amazing book recs. They had a new episode that dropped this week, this last week that matches books to different comic char- comic book characters. So, um, It was a really great episode to listen to. They like, let's say your favorite superhero is um, Iron Man. So then they matched him to a hero in one of their books. Like some are contemporary, some are uh, historical, but it was so fun. So like if you love Wonder Woman, here's a book to read that gives the Wonder Woman vibes. And of course, you know, uh, Lady Sadie went all in it was so fun like all of her nerdy comic bookness comes out Mm -hmm. in that episode so
1: i was gonna say sadie probably thrived in that episode
0: (laughs) yeah i highly encourage everyone to give corset and crown a listen um so
1: two years ago becky started our patreon campaign in order to keep the podcast going and the following patreon members are some of the founding members and joined from the very beginning from the very beginning, they are Heather, Mindy, Demi, Carrie, Nikki, and Danica. And we thank you for loving and supporting the podcast for the last two years. We could not have done it without your support.
0: I can't believe it's been two years. Like, Heather, I don't even remember a time when we weren't book besties. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, and I was having a conversation with somebody last week uh, because. I was out in the wild, you guys. Like, I left the house and went out in the wild and socialized. Wow. And she was had like, to people with real people. Crazy. Real people. And I was talking about my friend Heather. And, you know, like, we were talking about this book. And they're like, oh, d- where does Heather live? And I was like, oh, Minnesota. <laughs> and they're like, have you met her? And I was like, yeah, we talk almost well, every day. Not in person, but yeah, I've met her. I know all about well. her.
3: Who are we talking do you know to? that rachel and i get to meet in person in 24 days it's so exciting that's
1: so exciting i Becky and i were just the- talking to somebody the other day joe
3: arden when we had oh, yeah, our-
1: we talked to joe arden he we told him how we've only known each other for a couple of years and we've never actually physically met and he's like are you joking like he didn't believe that like we have not known each other for years
3: yeah I, the pandemic has made things i don't want to say weird like it made things so much better but then also kind of well, it's just different. It changes
0: mm-hmm. your dynamic and how you function in the world because I have all these great, you know, relationships with book people virtually. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in real life, I'm quite antisocial.
1: <laughs> I socialize with a small, small group of people in real life. I had
3: to, I had to go to Walmart today and I was real upset. I like through
0: a mom tempered young <laughs> <that> I got <laughs> A
3: mom
1: trim.
0: So um, just so everyone knows, we recently updated our Patreon perks. Some of our perks, new perks include monthly swag packs, bonus content like Should I Read It and Buzzing After Dark. Uh, we also still have fan favorites, Drunk Book Club. Um, we added a merch discount and quarterly reading journals. Um, another round episodes and our coffee of the month club, plus we've added the new perk of bi-monthly author roundtables. And I'm excited to say that in October we are hosting author roundtable discussion, and it will be featuring author Jay Salmon. Her roundtable will take place on October the 12th, and details on how to join can be found at Patreon.com/slash/BookcaseandCoffee. Last month we got to chat with uh, Jamie Davenport. It mm-hmm. was delightful. Like, I learned so much more about her and her writing, and it really made me want to go back and read more of her books because she just, like, she shared some things, and I was like, oh, like, I never picked mm-hmm. up on that. But now it, you know, kind of helps me relate to the type of characters that she writes. Mm-hmm. Um, And November... Go ahead.
1: Oh, are you going to tell them
0: November's? No, November's author will be announced uh, later this month. I was going to say,
1: I didn't think you were going to, but you seem like you're going to spill the tea. It is a good one. It's really good. It's a really good one. Like I'm super excited for it. Okay. Um, You can join the Patreon community while helping to support the podcast by joining us over on Patreon. I just totally repeated myself there. Sorry about that. We would really like to hit our goal of 40 Patreons by the end of the year and you can find details at patreon.com backslash bookcase and coffee.
0: Um, Drunk Book Club. I'm super Drunk excited. This audio is amazing you guys. But is It's a- an Audible exclusive so you have to buy it but it Whisper Syncs so you can get it for $7.49. If you purchase it, make sure you use our Amazon affiliate but October's Drunk Book Club will feature author Juliet Cross, and we are reading *Wolf Gone Wild*. And when I tell you this, audio is fabulous. This audio is fabulous. Um, I am
1: super excited for Drunk Book Club this month. I know.
0: Um, I don't know if what we're playing, but we might be bringing *Dirty Pictionary* back. It's been a minute. It might be time. It
1: has been a minute. It it is time.
0: Um. So it's I always will. a good time.
1: It is the best
0: time. <laughs> so uh next time leah is going to spend a whole hour fangirling yes like yes i shall a
3: freak
1: because we are going to be joined by author anna hackett she is a usa today best-selling author who's passionate about fast-paced emotion-filled romantic romantic suspense and science fiction films i am so so excited for this interview
3: I'm so jealous. She's you so great. Be.
1: She's amazing and wonderful. And I actually just, I'm listening to her Treasure Hunter series in audio right now also. And it is delightful and wonderful. So
0: good. I'm so excited. Um, it, I, I'm super excited about it. Uh, her PA reached out and asked if she could come hang out with us. And Leah's like, you better not say no.
2: <laughs> like, I, I wasn't going to she's fine
1: (laughs) i don't think i said it Uh, quite like that i basically said yes 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 no becky stupidly is like do you want anna hackett to come on i was like is this a question like honestly
0: so yeah that will be like
1: do you want susan stoker on well yes yes i do
0: um so that will be the next time on buzzing about romance don't forget don't forget to make sure like and subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts. And if you think about it, leave us a review. We could use some reviews. All the places. All the places. So until next time, everyone.
1: Happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review.